Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad that you've joined me and Dorinda again today, or should I say Dorinda and I? No, Dorinda and me. What's the right way to say that, Dorinda? Oh, I thought you were going to say Dr. Dorinda. Oh, Dr. Dorinda. That's right. You're Dr. Dorinda. (laughs) Right. Um, If you listen to the previous episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make a certificate for you, and it's going to come from the University of Schoolhouse Rocked. And I love it. You are going to be frame it and put it in my sheet. <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> oh, good golly! We are talking this week about Dorinda's new book. It's called The Four Hour School Day, and it just released yesterday, which is so very, very exciting. I am so excited for you guys to get this book. I have had mine for a couple of weeks, and I've loved flipping through it. And this this book is not a book that's just for new homeschool moms or those thinking about homeschooling. This is for veteran homeschool moms and those like myself who have been home. We're going into our 11th year. And this book is a huge encouragement to me. And it's not just about like, how do you get your your day down to four hours of instruction? I mean, right. there's so much right. homeschooling encouragement in this book. And it's it's really, I think you mentioned this during, it's kind of a shot in the arm for it really is. new and experienced homeschool moms alike. And so this is definitely a book that is for all homeschooling moms, whatever whatever season you are in homeschooling, however long you've been doing it. So exactly. Yeah. I mean, it could just be a confirmation that you are, you're doing the right, you're on the right track. And you know, even if everything's going pretty well, it sure helps to know, okay, yeah, we're on the right track. This yeah. is all doing great. You know, we're doing great. And just you can't you can't get enough encouragement, right? As right. a homeschooling mom. No, no, no. We right. we certainly can't. It's why parents go to homeschool conventions, which I know you've been right. speaking at, you know, for the last couple of months and you've got several more coming up. Um, it it's why we go to those things and it's why people listen to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast and other homeschool podcasts and stuff, because we need the constant encouragement. It's kind of like right. When you read your Bible, you don't read your Bible all the way through one time and you're like, yep, got this, right. check, right, right, move on with your life. And and I'm not saying that this mm-hmm. book is the Bible. I'm just saying it's, you know, you have to continue to read your Bible over and over and over again because there's always something right. new to learn and always more encouragement and conviction that's needed. And I so heard someone describe it, describe Bible reading like this. And it's true with, it can be true with other things too, um, that it's like a meal. Like it's it's like food. You don't eat the meal and then you never need to eat again. Right. right. You right. need, you know, you need three meals a day every single day. And so it's it's like if you think of it more like food, you need nutrition. You yeah. need that on a regular basis right. coming in so that so that you need you have what you need to to put out. Absolutely. Well, the Bible is definitely our ultimate source for that. Absolutely. Um, but for homeschool moms as well, you know, in addition to your Bible reading, books like The 4-Hour School Day by Dr. Dorinda right. Wilson <laughs> are a great <laughs> encouragement. So, um Dorinda, I want to um I kind of want to finish what we were talking about on Monday. You were talking about 
what the day can look like for elementary school kids. I want to move into right. the middle school and high school years. And can you give right. kind of an overview of what a homeschool day might look like for kids of those ages? Okay, well, I can share what it looks like, what it looked like for our kids. Sure. And it wasn't a whole lot different than the uh, previous years, which it, it just sort of the bookwork piece of it grew more. So they were doing more like, you know, a few hours before lunch and maybe, maybe an hour, maybe two after lunch, depending on what they were trying to accomplish, what season they were in with their homeschool, with their uh, high school journey. Mm -hmm. But then they also had um, activities, things that they did. Um, outside the home. Uh, our kids were involved in drama, in music, and different things like that. Um, this was where it, it always got a little dicey because we had a big family. We lived out in the country. So trying to schedule that kind of stuff, we had to be really careful that we weren't um, muscling into our family time. And so one of our sort of things that we did was we made sure that pretty much every night we had dinner together. Mm. So that was kind of our... Our, our thing. Um, now there were nights that the kids weren't there, but for the most part, we always ate dinner together. I think that was a really important connection time for them from the time they were little all the way through high school where we could talk about their day and interact and reconnect as a family. So uh, it was really about building margin into the day, even for our high schoolers, so that when they were um, when they were in high school, the afternoons looked more like pursuing um, possible career paths. Um, you know, pursuing their hobbies. Some of their hobbies ended up tying into their careers later on. And so we never really know um, what they're going to be taking from the thing that they're enjoying doing. Like we had a son who was really interested in digital music and I was praying about it because I was like, well, I don't, I don't even, what, where what is that mean? Go with digital music? You know, <laughs> what does that even mean? You know, so I actually had to have him show me what he was doing. And so as I was praying about it, it's like the Lord said, well, when he's done doing that every day, what is his attitude? Like, well, he's, he's happy. His cup is filled. Mm. He's, he can't stop talking about it. And now he, then eventually he started to mentor younger kids who were trying to get into digital music, just did it for free, honed in on these really great teaching skills um, that <laughs> I just didn't even know he had, which of course he's used in a lot of other things since then. Um, but it turns out that, you know, he edits all my podcasts. He actually yeah. does editing for other podcasts now part-time, and he's moving more into that um, now as an adult. And so we never know what those things are. If nothing else, he learned some some skills like teaching and um, interacting and just giving back to somebody else. I think that was really something I really appreciated seeing in him. He really saw the potential in these younger kids and he knew what it was like to be a younger person and mm -hmm. not have the resources and need the guidance. And they were so hungry for it. And he would spend the time doing that. And I just thought, you know, this, this taught him a lot about himself, um, what he was good at, what he was interested in. Um, and it taught me a lot about, you know, not every hobby they do has to turn into a career. Um, again, they can glean things from it that will maybe feed into something else that they're doing down the road. Sure. So I would say just be open and be uh, be willing to think outside the box because honestly, especially over the last uh, year, year and a half, um, we can really say that the whole landscape of education has changed, including right. college. Right. And just rethink. Um, obviously, we want to probably give our kids kids a good transcript, and you know, I talk about that on my podcast, but a good transcript and um, some some sort of measuring tool for the next person if they, they choose to do education 
if they don't go to college now, they may choose to do it in 10 years. Who knows? Right. So then they have what they need. But ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, we really want to let them as much as possible pursue their interests and their hobbies and things. By then, they know the things that they're passionate about. Most homeschoolers do. Mm -hmm. um, and if not, we continue to walk alongside of them and we continue to pray for them. We continue to encourage them. Um, I think, you know, it's it's a good idea to do a gap year after high school. Yeah. Um, just be, but not to be sitting there doing nothing, but right. going out and pursuing some different things. So I, I guess um, that was probably more than you were asking no, for no, no. that question, but I just wanted to paint a picture of the possibilities. You know, one of our sons, he did not, he just did not think that college was a good thing for him. He just didn't feel like it was worth the money, the time, the effort. He went for a quarter, hated it, felt like it was a waste of time. So, um, but he's gone online. There's so much available online, Google certificates for IT things and coding. And there's yeah. so much university type things, certifications online that you can get for things you're interested in. You can apprentice. We've got a son who has been apprenticing with a commercial plumber for the last oh. two years. And he is just, he's now starting to do stuff on the side and making a bunch of extra money doing that. And he's gotten a couple, I mean, he's just thriving and he's not even 21 yet. Yeah. And it started by letting him start working when he was in high school Yep, alongside yep. of finishing his school, his high school career. So lots and lots of possibilities. Be willing to think outside the box and um, really be prayerful over what God might have yeah. for, your, for your kids as they approach those years. I love that because as a matter of fact, I was just talking to Brooklyn and she really, she's 15. She's going into her sophomore year and she really has a heart to be married and have kids and she just that's what she wants she has no aspirations to go to college which we're fine with um mm -hmm. she wants to be a wife and a mom and so she's talked a little bit about getting a job this summer and i said you know why don't you just reach out and start babysitting more mm -hmm. she's babysat mm -hmm. quite a lot but i said really focus on babysitting this summer because there's no better preparation for babysitting or for for mothering than to babysit Right. Other people's kids. You know, she has a younger sibling, but, you know, Lacey's 10. So she doesn't have little right. tiny ones. And so I, I just felt like, you know, this is such a great opportunity for her. She doesn't need to make money this summer. Right. Um, you know, at a nine to five Monday through Friday job. Right. right. She needs more practice and babysitting. And of course, you know, she can make money doing that as well. But it's how God has wired her, it's how He's created mm -hmm. her. And she loves being around kids and she's good at it. And so, Exactly. I, I love and, and, being know, able to do that with her. Yeah. And and that's absolutely a, a great thing to do. I honestly, child, you can make a very good living in childcare. Sure. Um, I, I was a nanny. Um, and I, I lived with a with a well, a couple different families, and I loved that job. Yeah. I loved, you know, to me, I felt like I was preparing for, you know, my own kids, and uh, it was great. I yep. loved it. I got I even took some little some child development class. I went to nanny school. Nice. <laughs> but I actually and now you're a doctor. There. I know. Now I'm a doctor. How'd that happen? Um, so, you know, I went in, and, but they brought in teachers who did some basic child development, yep. some really great things. And I loved it. I just, I ate it up. I soaked it in. I still remember a lot of it because it was so interesting to me because that was the desire of my heart. Yes. You know? And so, yes, absolutely. And honestly, yeah, you, na nanny, um, Childcare people are just looking for good people to take oh, sure. care of their kids, you know? Yeah. So they're your yeah. most prized possession. Lots, it's hard. Lots of potential there. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do. 
step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Dr. Dorinda Wilson. <laughs> I want to, I'm going to love that. That's going to be so much fun. We're just going to run with this doctor thing. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to get you a lab coat. Anyway. I know, right? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, we could have so much fun with this. Anyway, we are back with Dr. Dorinda. Um, I want to talk about some of the major benefits of homeschooling, because I know you talk about that in your book. And that is one of my favorite things to talk about because I just, I, it's like parents need that reminder. We get so just stuck in the, the daily trudge of homeschooling and parenting and housekeeping and doing all the things. And sometimes I think we forget what all the benefits are because we're just looking at the present day-to-day struggles that homeschooling and parenting and and um, homemaking right. can bring. So let's remind our moms of some of the great benefits of homeschooling their kids. Well, I think one of the things that was really interesting when I wrote my book, um, you know, you can, you have an idea of where you're going with things, you have an outline and all of that, but not until you write the book and you look back and I realized that God had done something. He had threaded through the entire book a very strong principle of growing a strong, cohesive family. And I think what we have to remember is a solid family life teaches our kids so much. And that's one of the, I would say that's the top benefit of homeschooling our kids because they can learn so many things just simply through family life. And, and I think we, we tend to underestimate that. And so that's why I would want to bring that out to the surface and say, you know, you're spending so much more time together than you would if your child were going to school, you're living life alongside of each other, you're overcoming obstacles together. And we know that that is the number one thing that binds families together. Um, I recently did a a workshop session at a um, conference called Homeschooling Through a Crisis. Hmm. And what I talked about was just exactly that we feel guilty when we go through difficult times and we feel like we're somehow shorting or cheating our kids' education when the reality is those are the those are the teachable moments. Those yep. are the defining moments for our family, uh, for us as a family and being more cohesive, but also for our kids' education. Um, understanding what it looks like to overcome obstacles together, to problem solve, to work through emotional things together that are Uh, that are difficult. Um, One of the chapters in my book, I talk about overcoming obstacles and I share, uh, I think it's about eight to 10 different testimonies from that were written by moms who were facing what seemed like insurmountable obstacles. And and maybe they could look at that obstacle and say, I shouldn't homeschool or I shouldn't keep homeschooling given these circumstances. So my question to them was, why did you keep homeschooling? Why did you keep doing it? And then what were the results? Like, And, and they share that. And I'm telling you, by the time you get done reading those, these short little testimonies, you're just like, we can do anything. We yeah. can get through anything. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the main, what I feel like are the major benefits. But the other thing is that we as parents get to live out that role 
fully because we're with them all the time, we get to decide what's best for our kids physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, every day, day in and day out. And that is a huge, huge blessing. It's a responsibility, but it is a privilege. And it's one that God has given to us as a gift and we need to steward it well. And we can really do that when we homeschool. Yeah. No one else knows your kids better than you do. And no one else can can cater their education and their discipline and their character training and everything that comes with it for your kids. I mean, you can have the best teacher in the whole world. And I know that there are good teachers out there who truly love kids. We have lots of friends who are teachers or have been teachers, but no teacher in the world can focus on the things that your child needs like you because they don't know them like you do and they don't have time. And so- you as mom, impossible. it would be impossible. And and quite honestly, as much as they love kids, they don't love your kid as much as you love your kid. That's right. That's absolutely right. So yeah, it is You're one of the on. greatest, greatest mm-hmm. benefits. And and you know, we talked in episode one about how we had done a an episode on on uh, sibling relationships. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to talk about. And that's one of I think the greatest blessings of homeschooling mm-hmm. is the relationships that siblings have with one yeah. another. And we have a it lot is. of influence over how kids get along or don't get along when they're under right. our roof 24 hours That's a day, right. seven days a week. That's right. And and probably, obviously, the biggest overarching benefit is being able to disciple our, ch- our children yep. and to give them a biblical worldview. So even yep. as we're walking through different crises, because I don't know one homeschooling family out there who hasn't gone through a crisis, like it's part of life. Yeah, Every family does. And every homeschooling family does. Yep. And at, as we walk through those things and those difficulties, um, it's just such a blessing to be able to continually keep pointing our kids back to the Lord. Yeah. And that That's becomes right. like a habit for them just from us doing it over and over and over again. And so that, that's just, I mean, that's the absolute number one best part. Absolutely. So those are the benefits. What do you think is the biggest myth that people have? Cause there are many, can can you narrow it down? What do you think is the biggest myth parents have about homeschooling? It's always the socialization thing. Do you think I still say I'm still, I'm so over that (laughs) after a quarter of a century, when yeah. I tell people we homeschool and the first question they ask me is about socialization, yeah. um, especially when I had my kids with me and they actually had interacted with them, I just want to say, are you not connecting right. the dots here? These kids can talk to you as an adult and they're like right. six. You yeah. know, they're totally comfortable. Do you hear the, their vocabulary? Do you hear their their comfort level? Right. Like there's confidence there. Yep. I feel like um, if you're around homeschoolers long enough, you know this, you really can't, you can't keep them from talking. Like they just keep talking. And so, I mean, there's just, I think they, they're some of the most outgoing, friendly, confident kids I have ever, ever met. Yeah. So I don't feel, I know it's not an issue, but there's people who just still think it is. And honestly, here's the end of the day. I don't owe them an explanation. Right. That's, I mean, that's really, as something I talk about in my book, look, it's great if you want to just graciously interact but at the end of the day, just smile and nod and go do yeah. your thing. Yeah. Do yeah. what God is leading you to do. Because at the end of the day, you play for an audience of one. That's, That's right. It. Just That's one. That's right. So you you just move on. Just move on. <laughs> right. So, okay. I want to ask you a question on on this type topic, because I know, and I've heard from other moms who are introverts themselves. 
right? And their homebodies, and they want right. to be home. They don't want to go out. They don't want to get involved in the co-op. They don't want to meet up at the park for playdates. Right. They don't want to do, you know, the Bible studies. They don't want to do the mom's nights. They don't want to do the things that oftentimes other moms want to do because they are just comfortable being home with their kids all the time. Right. But that is not always the best or healthiest thing. Now, there has to be a balance because we also don't want to become so busy that our kids are constantly right. you know, away from the home. Right. But how would you encourage the mom who is a true introvert and really struggles with socializing her kids? Because it still can be a thing. There, there still are kids who are very socially awkward. Of course, you've got kids in public and private school who are socially awkward as right. well, but it can hinder kids right. to well, keep them I, home I, all the time. I love what Heidi St. John says. Your kids will be as weird as you right. are. <laughs> so at the bottom, the bottom line is you're right. You're absolutely right. That can be a legitimate concern. And I didn't mean to like, you know, minimize that. Sure. But I mean, overall, I think homeschoolers are very successful at, at socializing their kids. Their right. kids are very social. They tend to be. But again, there are parents who are more um, introverts. I feel like in the early years, it's not a big deal. Really. If, if you just mainly want to be home with your kids, it's not as important for them to get out and socialize. It's more important for them to be with you. Right. You're the warm, mm -hmm. loving, engaged parent. You're the best companion for them in those foundational years. Obviously, you know, every now and then it's fun for them. But church is enough. If you go to church and they're playing with kids there, or you maybe get together with a friend every now and then, that's plenty mm -hmm. in those early years. As they get older and they start to get into, um, I would you know, lean more towards the middle school, especially that that's where it kind of becomes really obvious. And it depends on the kid. Some kids are more introverts. Some are more extroverts need it sooner and more often or whatever you, you get to judge that for your own kids, but having, um, just, a, I think a balance of making sure that you're not getting drained as a mom because you're an introvert. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe you've overcompensated for that by getting involved in too many things. Be prayerful about sure. it. Be prayerful about what you're involved in and how much you're away from home. Know what your limits are. Um, and balance that out with the needs of your child. You know, I think in junior high and high school, especially, it really is a true developmental need for them to spend time with kids their own age. It's kind of where they start to gauge a little more about who they are. Um, there's a lot going on developmentally during that time that I think it's really, it really is helpful for them to spend time with friends and good friends, of course. And that's always a conversation we can have uh, based on Proverbs and spending time with, um, you know, we become like the people we spend time with. Yeah. So do right. you do you like what you see in these people? Because if this is not who you want to be, then you shouldn't hang out with them. You know? That's right. Kind of thing. And that doesn't mean that we never interact with unbelievers or anything like that. We can absolutely interact, um, but we're doing it not with this this idea that we're getting super involved with them and um and 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 they become uh, regular companions. I guess is what I'm saying. So um, does that answer your question? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. I think it's just a <laughs> For an introvert sure. mom, it might be sort of a segue into, sure. you know, just a slow build from the time they're young, um, right. just kind of slowly. Yep. And and you know what? Once they get to that age, um, especially if you trust the group of kids they're with, you don't have to stay. Right. <laughs> like, if you want to go in the car and read a book while yep. they're doing their thing, you can do that. So just adapt and adjust accordingly because you do need to make sure that your needs are being yeah. Amen. All right. Well, we are out of time. We will be back again tomorrow 
for the conclusion of this conversation, talking about the four-hour school day and all things homeschooling. Find Dorinda at DorindaWilson.com. You can pick up the book through her website. It is now out and you can get it in your own hands. Um, Get one for yourself. Get one for a friend who is maybe just starting with homeschooling or who just has been homeschooling and maybe could use the encouragement because we all can use the encouragement. So make sure that you pick up this book. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back with you tomorrow. See you then. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.